Welcome to the Real Life Outlaw Podcast, bringing you relevant, real food, real health, and real life information, and interviews with the best natural healthcare experts, sharing tips and strategies for elevating your health and life to the next level. Here's your host, Sarah Outlaw. Hi, everybody. The one question that I get asked a lot is, why did I want to become a healthcare practitioner? And that is because of my own health journey, which I wanted to share with you today. So when I was a little girl, around seven years old or so, I was actually bitten by a tick. It was the only time in my life that I actually passed out. I got up, there was a tick on my stomach. I ran into my parents' bathroom, and because I had gotten up so quickly... I ended up passing out and hitting my head, which wasn't good. They pulled the tick out and nobody thought anything of it. I did not get a bullseye that I remember, but I don't really remember checking. But I started to have some symptoms, not too many that I remember, but I did have a lot of digestive symptoms as a kid. So we grew up in an Italian family where every Sunday, at least, we would have a big pasta dinner. And every Sunday, as a young person, I remember having to lay on my stomach because I was always not feeling well, always having issues with my gut. And fast forward to college, when I went away to college, I had so much stomach discomfort and stomach issues. Uh, I went to Liberty University is when it mostly started. It wasn't as bad when I went to Cairn University in uh, Philadelphia. When I ended up going away to Virginia, for whatever reason, that change in environment really messed me up. And I was so stopped up, so constipated. I could not go to the bathroom. I had horrible gas. I was so uncomfortable and didn't really know why. And looking back on it, I now know that I was super sensitive to the skim non-fat milk powder stuff that they put in those silver vats. You remember those from college cafeterias? It's not real milk. It's just whatever it is, that powdered stuff. And it was messing me up. But back then, I didn't know enough about how food affected me. And I didn't know enough about how imbalanced microorganisms in my gut were affecting me. And that was my issue. And when I was 19... I got married. Uh, my husband was getting ready to go into the uh, to go overseas in the military, and I wanted to go with him. So I got ended up getting mar- married younger than I wanted to initially. You know, I was going to finish college first because I didn't want to pass up the opportunity to travel with him. So we got married. Ended up in Germany, which was the time of my life. It was one of the best experiences of my life. I would not trade that for anything. While there, I landed my dream job as a veterinary assistant slash manager of the on-base veterinary treatment facility. So I got to work with animals. In order to do that though, as a military spouse, I was required to get some vaccines and I did not know any better and I got them. And one of them was, was a rabies vaccine actually. And shortly after getting those vaccines, my health tanked. I started gaining weight. I started feeling horrible. I didn't understand what was happening. It was just all of a sudden somebody flipped a switch and there I was ill. So I went to the on-base doctor and I gave him my list of symptoms, you know, fatigue, body aches, pain, brain fog, 
all of these things. And he looked at me and looked at his little notepad that he had in front of him. And without ordering one single test at all, not, not no blood work, no nothing. He wrote me a prescription for an antidepressant. And he said to me, you are depressed. And I looked at him and I was 20 years old at this time. And I said, are you joking right now? This is like my dream life right now. I have my dream job. I just got married less than a year, year ago. I'm overseas traveling, doing all the things. I am literally so happy, but I'm not because I'm not feeling well. And it's nothing to do with my emotional state. It has everything to do with something's not right. And I asked him, I said, aren't you going to figure out what's actually wrong? And he's like, there isn't anything wrong with you. You're just depressed. At that moment, I was so beyond defeated. I was so incredibly upset because I felt like I was beyond let down by this person who I trusted to help me get the answers. He did nothing. He did absolutely nothing to help me at all, but write me a prescription and basically say, you know, get out of my office. You're, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you except you're depressed. So even at 20 years old, I knew better and I did not take him up on his prescription advice. And I started to try to find my own answers, but I did not know where to look. I was overseas. You know, this was 2000. I was probably 1999, 2000 at this point. And I had an archaic computer that you could hardly search with. And I was trying to get by. I was definitely not thriving anymore like I was previously before. I was just surviving. So what I now know is that I had an underlying pathogen that was dormant, quote unquote dormant, that was activated by my immune system when that vaccine entered my body. So when that vaccine, no, well, multiple vaccines, when those vaccines entered my bloodstream, it was more than my immune system can handle. And because I already had probably undiagnosed Lyme in my system back then, this was my fate here. So I ended up getting pregnant at, let's see, when was this? In tw- uh, 2000, year 2000 with my oldest daughter and didn't really know much about being pregnant at that point. I didn't, I was, you know, young at that point and really didn't do a whole lot of research. Didn't eat the best. I was not on a natural path at all. I drank a lot of cherry Coke and, uh, ate a lot of pizza, ate a lot of Hot Pockets, ate a lot of donuts, ate a lot of McMuffins, that type of thing on base. My husband was uh, deployed a lot or on um, location a lot. So I didn't have a lot of, I guess, guidance. I don't know. I really didn't know what I was doing. So my food was terrible. My pregnancy was pretty easy though, other than being sick in the beginning. I ended up having my daughter and then five weeks after we had her, we PCSed back to the United States and we went back to my home state of New Jersey. And I took her to the clinic there that accepted the insurance we had, which was, you know, we're getting over military into civilian life. So we had TRICARE for a little while. And then we were on WIC for a little while in that transition. So we didn't really have a really good choices of medical care. And Remember, I didn't know anything about natural health at this point. Absolutely nothing. So I took her to the on-base doctor. They told me that, not on-base, the doctor in New Jersey that was the transition care from being on-base in Germany to civilian. 
and they said that my daughter was overdue on her vaccines and she had to get caught up. And if she didn't get caught up, they would report me to Child and Protective Services. And I thought that was weird. It wasn't like I was being combative. I just ended up asking them a question. Why do I have to get them all at once? Can I just bring her back and do them spread out? And they told me no, and I didn't know any better. I didn't know what my rights were. So they ended up giving her five vaccines and some of them were combo vaccines. So she got multiple vaccines that day. She ended up having a terrible reaction, fever soared, screaming in the middle of the night. It was horrible. And I called the doctor and they said it was normal and that I should give her Tylenol and Motrin and alternate it every few hours. And they told me, you know, what to do. And so that seemed to help. I did that because I didn't know any better. Seemed to help her at that time. Then I started noticing she was getting eczema patches on her back of her legs after a bath. And I realized after doing some research that the cleaning products that I was using were negatively affecting her. So at that time, I was starting to research into natural health a little bit more. And I knew that my chemicals and my products were probably affecting my child negatively. So I ended up replacing everything in my house. My husband was like, what are you doing? And I was, I had all these boxes of all my chemical cleaning stuff, my laundry stuff, my personal care products. And he said, well, do you want to just give them to the neighbors? Because this is such a waste of money. And I looked at him, I said, no, I don't want to poison the neighbors either. So I had him take it to one of those, when you had those, bring all your chemicals to a central location, they would dispose of them for you like toxins. So we did that. And then I ended up getting pregnant again, a couple of years after I was gave birth to my daughter. Um, I guess let's see. Actually, not a couple of years. This would have been a year after I gave birth to her. And I ended up having a miscarriage. And I got pregnant again a few months later with my second child, my son. And then he was born and we ended up moving shortly after he was born to California. So we moved to California. And while in California, I met a woman in a mom's club that didn't vaccinate her children. And she gave me all this research about vaccines and how dangerous they were, et cetera. And I started reading that and that opened up this whole world of natural health to me. So I started researching for, through Dr. Mercola. I learned about food. I learned about everything I could. I was like a sponge. So I had, uh, I ended up having another miscarriage after my son. I got pregnant with my third child while in California and through all my research and actually getting a certification as a health coach at that point, I learned that what I was doing wasn't really working for my health or my family's health. Now we have a really interesting family history where my grandmother on my uh, dad's side, so my, my dad's mother actually passed away in her, I guess she was probably, I think she was 40 when she died, which is younger than I am now, actually five years younger than I am now, after a long, long battle with breast cancer that ended up metastasizing and getting into her bones. So I have that family history. I also have lung cancer in my family history, Alzheimer's in my family history, uh, second set of breast cancer, so lots of things, heart disease in my family history. I have a lot of disease in my family history. I didn't want that for my kids. So here I am, have a baby, have a miscarriage, have a baby, have a miscarriage, crash after the miscarriage, not sure what's going on. I'm still feeling the symptoms that I had when I was in Germany, but I was coping, okay? I didn't look sick. Um, I was able to lose the weight after the pregnancies, 
I then started a Holistic Moms Network group in California. And one of the speakers at that group was a muscle testing practitioner. And I had never been exposed to muscle testing before. I was having, at this point, this was after my third baby and I was in the crash phase of my health journey again, yet again. So this is like the fourth crash, right? I had acne from ear to ear. I was fatigued. I was brain foggy. I was having all these issues. And the practitioner looked at me and said, I want to test you and see what's going on. So she was able to find something that were going on. I went on a protocol with her. But unfortunately, three months after going on the protocol with her, we ended up moving from California back to New Jersey. And there wasn't anybody in that area who did the muscle testing that I had experienced in California. So I figured I was out of luck and was trying to help myself. I was doing herbal studies at this point. I went to see a chiropractor with my kids. I ended up having my baby number four and was in the crash mode But my chiropractor at that time asked me to come on as a nutrition consultant in his office because he knew what I did. He knew I was really into health and I was giving a lot of advice to people health-wise as a health coach. But I knew that I needed more education to be able to represent his practice properly and to represent what he wanted me to do. So I ended up going back to school. I ended up going to muscle testing school. I went to New York Chiropractic College with their Master's of Education master's in clinical nutrition, which is now a different than the school has a different name now, but it was in New York chiropractic college at the time. So I have a master's, I have certification in muscle testing. It was, that was ended up being a two year program for me, 18 months for master's and then another two years for that. I did a master herbalist program simultaneously, which was the equivalent of a master's degree in herbal medicine. So I was doing all this schooling, but I was at this point, so, so, so sick. This was at the sickest point I ever was. This is 3435, age 3435. This is like 10, 11 years ago that we're talking about right now. I was having trouble stringing words together. I was so foggy. I was so moody, uh, very, very like becoming very angry, um, very, very, now I was depressed at this point, just really struggling to be a mom. I was pouring from a completely empty cup. And thankfully, by going to muscle testing training, I was getting help from the people there. And I was able to get enough help where I was able to determine that I had Lyme, I had Epstein-Barr, I had, what else did I have? Hashimoto's, uh, I did have some labs done too. And all of these things going on, hypothyroid, my thyroid would go hypo, hyper, hypo, hyper, my adrenals were stressed out. I know now that that was a mitochondria issue. I had heavy metals that were identified in my ovaries and my uterus, which is probably why I was having so many miscarriages. I actually have had six miscarriages total in my childbearing years. I have five children, four biological and one adopted. And it has been a journey of self-discovery and healing and... just so much uh, misinformation that I was given. I did end up going to a naturopathic doctor before I found a muscle testing practitioner. I believe this was uh, 2012, 2013, before my muscle testing training started. And I committed to like nine, $10,000 over a nine month period and didn't get any better with this person. 
there wasn't enough testing done and the testing that came back said I was fine and uh, was sent on my merry way and my skin was still bad. I was still tired. I was still overweight. And it wasn't until finding muscle testing that I got to the root cause of what's going on and I knew this is what I had to do for my community going forward. So working at that chiropractic office for a year, I ended up opening my own clinic in my hometown of Cherry Hill, New Jersey in 2015. And I've been practicing ever since. I was asked in 2017 to open a clinic in Des Moines, Iowa. So in 2018, I opened that clinic. I've been full ever since. Ended up moving to Iowa in 2020, middle of 2020. And did a lot of muscle testing training here in Iowa and was able to actually train um, everyone who in Iowa right now and Midwest in general um, who is doing muscle testing, most of them were trained from 2018 on when I started training here, which is really, really cool because now there's all these other practitioners in the area and it really opened up this area for muscle testing at the advanced level because a lot of them are advanced trained. So I had the practice in New Jersey, practice in Iowa, and then in 2022, I opened up a practice in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. But back up a little bit, I learned how to muscle test virtually. And you might be saying, how the heck do you muscle test virtually? That is a subject for another podcast. I will talk about that later. But basically, muscle testing virtually opened up the door to me understanding here in 2024 that I can help get people well without being in their location. So I am very likely not going to hang on to that Mount Pleasant practice because I don't need to go there once a month. I've seen most of those people virtually anyway in between. And it opened up a whole world of virtual for me. So now in 2024, I'm expanding my virtual practice exponentially. And I'm super excited about that. So I'm happy to report that I was able to get my health back. I had a really big setback in the end of 2022, right as I was getting ready to open my Mount Pleasant practice, I was actually bitten by a dog at the office and an infection very quickly set in. I ended up having to take an antibiotic for the first time in over 20 years and I was devastated. But when we muscle tested me, it came up that I had to. There was an infection. It was running up my arm really, really fast. Whatever was, you know, dogs' mouths are not clean, (laughs) contrary to popular belief. And I ended up getting um, that something from the dog and got an infection. And that whole next year, all of last year, 2023, I have been on a whole new health journey trying to regain my health from that. Unfortunately, whatever was it, whatever happened, stirred up a lot in my body. And I ended up with a recurrence or a reinfection or a new infection of Lyme, uh, lots and lots of bacterias, viruses, all these things that really have been, it's been a hard year. 2023 was a hard year health-wise, but thankfully I have a whole team of practitioners that are helping me. Uh, I'm doing, I did functional labs, I'm doing uh, hormone testing, I'm doing muscle testing and getting myself back on track for 2024. So I'm super excited about that. In 2023, I also got my functional blood work specialist certification and have 
combined, since 2020, we started to combine functional labs with muscle testing. And that has been a game changer for my practice. Using Cellcore products has been a game changer for my practice. Adding in new product lines the last couple of years has been incredible. So through my own health journey, through my own experiences, I am now able to help my own family, my community, my little corner of the world in Iowa and New Jersey and South Carolina and now the entire world because with what I'm able to do now, I'm able to see people no matter where they are. Distance is no issue. I'm loving the lab, looking at the labs from a functional perspective. I'm loving using those labs and then muscle test um, or muscle test first and then use the labs. I'm loving the functional part of things. And I am loving being able to actually function because I am where I am today because I took the chance and got my health back. At that time, when I first started with that naturopathic doctor, we didn't have any money, <laughs> not nothing. Like we were considered poverty level, just getting out of the military, trying to find civilian work, all of that type of thing. And I didn't ask my husband because I don't ask permission for things. I just do things. I just made that investment in my health. And he just said, we're going to, we'll figure it out. So we made that investment, made the investment into my education to do what I do now. My husband said to me, if not now, when we're doing this, we took out loans, we did whatever we could. We made it happen. We do not have a scarcity mentality, which is really important. You're going to hear me talk about this in future episodes. If you say I can't afford it, then you won't afford it. That's how this works. We don't say, I can't afford this. We say, how can we afford it? Because we know from our experiences with our own health that you cannot put a price tag on it. Health is wealth. If you do not have health, you do not have anything. I watched my grandmother um, on my mother's side, my, uh, yes, my, my grandmother on my mother's side suffered from cancer for over 16 years and I watched her journey. I watched uh, my other grandmother pass away from lung cancer. And, you know, this is not what I wanted for my family. And I am here taking a stand and saying, you need to invest in your health. You don't have a choice because if you don't pay now, you will pay later. Our healthcare system right now, from even from my experience, from my doctor on base saying, you're just depressed, take a medication. It's broken. It's broken. And we are going to talk about this so much going forward. It, how we have to take control of our own health, make the investment in our health. I always encourage people, get an HSA, get an FSA. Do not rely on your insurance. Do not keep asking healthcare practitioners if they take insurance. Because that doesn't mean that they're a quality practitioner. Most of us are cash-based. We can take HSA and FSA, thank goodness, because it does help. But you need to put money aside on your own to be able to invest in your own healthcare. If I didn't, I don't know that I would be alive right now. The path that I was going down, as bad as my body was, the autoimmune issues that were stirring up in my body, one autoimmune issue would lead to another and another and another. I don't know if I'd be standing here right now. My cup was completely empty. I was not the best wife I could be. I was not the best mother, the best, best daughter, not the best sister not the best anything, not even the best practitioner because I was trying to practice while I was sick. So I encourage you to make that investment into your health. Let my story encourage you and inspire you to take that step. Find a practitioner who does what I do near you or if you're comfortable, if you're not local to me, 
seeing me virtually, then contact me, see me virtually. You can contact me through nhiccenters.com. Look me up at Real Life Outlaw. Just get some guidance, get some help. Don't try to do it yourself. I was the sickest, healthiest person that I knew. I was following a Weston A. Price way of living to the T. I was fermenting things all over the place. I had you know, kefir, I had um, bone broth, I had soaked grains, spouted grains, all of these things, but I was still sick because I wasn't truly getting to the root cause. The food wasn't the root cause of what was going on. There was something else. And until I had that identified, the bacteria, the parasites, the funguses, the molds, the heavy metals, the lime, the toxicities, until that, those things were identified, and I got rid of the parasitic infections and I got my microbiome rebalanced and got those micro, microorganisms back in place and handled the emotional piece too. Because in the last few years, it was the emotional side of things that really came into play. I got certified in emotion code and body code and now I'm doing belief code. And those things really, really helped to pinpoint what was really going on in my body that was keeping those pathogens and having them reoccur. So in my practice, whether in person or virtual, I address all of those things, the mind, the body, the emotional aspect of things as a comprehensive program to really get people better. And now going forward in this new year, not only am I doing muscle testing, but I'm individually, I'm doing group programs now where we can address the whole body, mold, all of these things together, weight in virtual programs that will even expand upon what we've done previously. So I'm very excited about that. So if you are listening and you are having health issues, please do not wait another day. If not now, when? You cannot pour from an empty cup. Let my story, like I said, inspire you to get some help because here I am, I'm 45 years old now and I do not know where I would be. I would not be the practitioner I am today without getting my own help. I would not be, what would I be? I don't even know. I don't even know what I would be or who I would be at this point because in my early to mid thirties, being that sick, I was not able to really function. I don't remember a lot from the time I got those vaccines at age 20 to 35. My memory is so messed up. I don't remember so much of my children and their childhoods which is so beyond sad to me because now most of them are adults and I don't have a lot of memories because that was something that was hugely affected by neuro-Lyme. So if you're familiar with neuro-Lyme, neurological Lyme disease, it does affect the cognition and it does affect your memory. So that was a huge part of my healing journey. So definitely want to encourage you to get some help. Give me a call, contact me. I'm here for you or find somebody in your area. I can refer you. If you're not comfortable with virtual, I'm happy to refer you to, I know people all over the country could refer you to somebody in your area, but I would love to personally work with you. So I hope this encourages you today that you don't have to stay stuck in a rut. You don't have to stay sick and that you can truly heal. Have a beautiful day, everybody, and make somebody smile today. You've been listening to the Real Life Outlaw podcast with Sarah Outlaw. To learn more about the resources mentioned on today's show or listen to past episodes, visit www.reallifeoutlaw.com.